The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. LinkedIn presents. Have you ever heard this phrase, slow is smooth and smooth is fast? It's something I remember hearing for the first time on film and TV sets when the crew would remind me that if I rushed something, I'd probably screw it up and ultimately slow everything down. I always love the counterintuitive vibe of the saying, go slower to get things done faster. And I actually think about it all the time. It turns out Greg McEwen thinks about it too. In his book, Effortless, Make It Easier to Do What Matters Most, Greg says this mantra originated in the military and it's reflected in the way elite infantry teams move, somewhere between a walk and a run. Greg says the effortless way to reach your personal and professional goals is to set what he calls an effortless pace, not too slow, not too fast. Don't try to write dozens of pages a day, maybe just write one page a day, or even just one paragraph. Instead of busting out 50 push-ups, just do 10, or maybe just one push-up. These are what organizational psychologist B.J. Fogg calls tiny habits. It may seem implausible that you can achieve anything in such small increments, but the idea is that by setting a slow pace, you won't burn out and you just might reach your goal faster. Here's Greg to talk about the magical power of going slow. In the early years of the 20th century, the most sought-after goal in the world was to reach the South Pole. In November 1911, two rivals for the pole aimed to be the first to achieve this elusive goal, Captain Scott from Great Britain and Amundsen from Norway. They began within days of each other. One team would be victorious, the other would not return. To read their journals, however, you would never guess that the two teams made almost the exact same journey under the exact same conditions. While Scott allowed his team to rest only on the days when it froze, and pushed them to the point of inhuman exertion on the days when it thawed, Amundsen insisted on plenty of rest and kept a steady pace for the duration of the trip to the South Pole. This one simple difference between their approaches can explain why Amundsen's team made it to the top while Scott's team perished. Setting a steady, consistent, sustainable pace was ultimately what allowed the party from Norway to reach their destination, and get this, without particular effort. We can apply a similar rule in our own lives. We can establish upper and lower bounds. We can simply use the following rule, never less than X, but never more than Y. If you want to hit your sales numbers for the month, never less than five sales calls a day, but never more than 10 sales calls a day. If you want to complete the first draft of a book, never less than 500 words a day, but never more than 1,000 words a day, and so on. Tell me more about how you use that kind of those kind of limits to really pace yourself in a sustainable way for anything you're trying to learn or accomplish? Well, let's talk about how one might approach writing a journal. People that get into it often get into it this way. They say, day one, let's go write two or three pages of veritable essay. Takes them an hour. Day two, their schedule and routine does not allow an hour. 
And so they really almost immediately procrastinate it. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And now we're on day three. Now they have two hours worth of work. They've got to do the day they missed plus this day. And the good intention is dead before it begins. I mean, it is just hardly a day into it and it's over. So that's one approach. Let's call this the boom and bust approach to execution. The boom, the overextension on day one, comes with it the almost inevitable adjustment, just like in an economy. The bigger the boom, okay, now it's harder to adjust the economy again. What I'm advocating is something that's so much simpler and so much easier than that, um, which is you just have an upper bound, right? So that maybe you say, with journaling as an illustration, um, no more than five sentences in a day. Now, that's the counterintuitive part, because, of course, on day one, you want to do more than five sentences. That doesn't feel substantive enough. It doesn't feel like it's significant enough. But if you can train your mind to see that as success and see the restraint as an important part of your future success, that you're doing your future self a favor, then you can really appreciate that achievement in and of itself. Maybe your lower bound would be one sentence a day. Yeah. So day two comes along. Well, however tired you are, whatever the circumstances are, you say, well, listen, I can write one sentence. And then if you feel enthusiastic, you say, okay, well, okay, fine. I'll get to uh, still at five sentences. And you know, it's a simple idea, but like, I think I'm at now, you know, maybe, maybe 11 years. Um, I haven't missed a day, not a single day to my recollection. And that's the power of it. The other pacing idea you talk about that I really like is this military mantra, slow is smooth, smooth is fast which is a phrase I've also heard that on film sets before. This idea that in a weird way, by slowing down, you can speed up. How is that possible? I was talking to a high-performance coach on my podcast. He works with elite athletes, Olympic athletes. He said, for the last quarter of a century, we've known that this maximum effort equals maximum results is wrong. What we know and now know using cutting edge data is that you want people to run fast, not hard. And I thought that was a really helpful distinction. And so this idea that smooth allows you to go fast, of course, is true. And it's true anytime we want to eliminate complexity or ideas or problems, or anything that gets in the way of actually achieving the things that we think are most important, you find the same pattern. You know, listeners, it occurs to me that we're using a version of this philosophy in our approach here at The Next Big Idea Daily. We're setting an easy, effortless pace, one idea per day, 10 minutes or so, and over the course of a week, you'll have absorbed the key ideas of a major nonfiction book. And over the course of multiple weeks, you'll be exposed to insights from dozens of books, almost without any effort on your part. Not too slow, not too fast. If you enjoy this way of learning, let us know by leaving a rating and review and send a link to the podcast to a friend or two. And come back tomorrow for the final episode of our week-long masterclass on effortless living. Greg will be back. I'll be back. 
Will you? I hope so. See you then. <laughs>